Hear NFL legends, players, coaches, and media members from around the country sharing their insights and stories with us year-round. Here on Thursday night, tailgate, 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 tail, 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 tailgate. Hi, we are back here on Thursday night tailgate, joined by former Patriots Pro Bowl running back Tony Collins in our five-star picks of the week. Hey, Hi, Tony, Tony, how are you, my friend? Doing fantastic. How you doing, Chris and Bob? Well, yeah, I'm I'm hanging in. Bob, Bob, I think is uh, a little nervous because just when he got himself back in the race, he fell behind. So not that any of us had a stellar week. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I saw Bob posting over the weekend, you know, as much as he knew last week going 6-0, and he's out there on Twitter saying, you know what, started out 0-2, and that's what he did. But, he, but Bob, to your credit, right? I mean, it, it didn't go completely south. You were, you and I were 1-3 and three on the week, Tone. You were 2-2 two and two last week. With three games left, you got a, a one-game lead in the overall standings, just to, to recap. Tony, you and I were correct in taking uh, the Bengals. Bob went with the Titans last week. And then all three of us got it wrong with the Packers and the 49ers. We all took the Packers. Obviously, the 49ers won. We also all three took the Bucks and the Rams won. And then, uh, Tony, you and Bob were correct in taking the Chiefs over the Bills. I went with Ange, which is something I should know better than to do, is uh, <laughs> listen to Angelo Kane. By taking the Buffalo Bills, so that's a shame on me. I should know better by now. So Bob and I won in three. You went two and two. So for the season, Tony, you're thirty and twenty. Bob, you're still alive, twenty nine, twenty one, and I'm dead in the water at twenty six and twenty four. So with those three games left, Tony, you could theoretically clinch another trophy this weekend. Hey, Chris, I, I one thing I want to know: do you do you still have my address, right? Yeah, I still got your address, Tony. Don't you worry. So, oh, I'm hoping I'm shipping it to... Now, now you're forcing me to root for Bob. I got to root for Bob now. Oh, don't look, I hope the don't trophy look for goes anything from New England here. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in the mail from New England, Tony. <laughs> so, all right. So, but, Tony, before, before we get into the, the AFC and the, and the NFC championship games, I... I we want to spend a little time going back and, and picking your brain. Um, you were, you guys, obviously, when you were with the Patriots in 85, you guys went to the AFC championship game uh, against the Dolphins. And, you know, part of the theme this week with the NFC championship game is the 49ers have won six in a row over, over the uh, Rams. And, you know, the majority of the game, I think they're like 26 and one in the last 27 games against the Rams, which oh. is something similar that you ex- experienced in your time with, with the Patriots. And prior to that 85 a- uh, AFC championship game, you guys went down there in week, what, 15? I think the second to last game of that season in a nasty, rainy, I guess, Monday night game against the Dolphins uh-huh. and, uh, and, uh, and lost that game. You had a chance to at least go down and tie it or, or, or win the game in the last minute or so. Tony Easton throws a pick and, and ends that game. But, you know, kind of after that game, what's going through your mind? I mean, you've lost to the Dolphins again in Miami. Is that a, well, you know what, we've lost, you know, the Patriots have lost here 17 times in a row. What's, you know, this is another one? Are you are you depressed? I mean, what was it like losing that one? Well, see, here's the, here's the thing, Chris. Uh, I, I was 
probably it was my well, maybe like my third or fourth year uh in the league uh then maybe my, I think it was my fourth year in the league and uh our majority of our 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 players were really young players then you know we had John Hanna we had Steve Brogan uh o- older guys uh that that's been that's been around for a while but the majority of 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 us we've only lost to the Dolphins maybe you know four or five years in a row uh, down in Miami so we it wasn't like a 17 year thing to us, you know? And so when we, when we went down there, man, to play them in the AFC championship game, it was like our Super Bowl. We, it was a, it was a game that we, we knew we could win. And one of the reasons why we knew we could win, cause, uh, we had, uh, Raymond Barry as our head coach and he came in there that year. Well, he came in the year before, but that particular year when he had that full year with us, it, it was incredible how the knowledge that he brought us and he actually taught us how to win. And we, when we went to, to, to Miami to play Miami <laughs> in the AFC championship game, we knew we were going to win. That, that's how, that's how incredible it was to us. And it was just a great game. And, and we, we, we talk about it now. And that really was our Super Bowl. We went down to Miami playing the AFC championship game. Did the plan change for that game? Because when I look at, at what happened, you know, in the, in the earlier game, you guys threw the ball a lot. You didn't really run it all that much. And, and Easton had a bad game against the Dolphins in that, in that week 15 when he threw three interceptions. And like I say, the mm-hmm. interception really just sealed the game. But the next time around, I mean, you guys rushed for over 200 yards. I mean, I think he was like 10 of 12 for 71 yards. I think he had a, he had a, you know, he had three touchdowns in that game, but I'm, I'm imagining they were like five yard touchdown passes when you only throw for 71, 71 yards. So it was really, right. it seemed like you guys flipped it and said, you know, Hey, maybe we should try running it on these guys. And you did it successfully. Was, was that what happened? That exact, that's exactly what our game plan was. Our game plan was to keep, uh, Dan off the field. And the only way we were going to do that was run the ball. And, and, uh, and so, uh, actually, the Dolphins were the only team that year to beat the Chicago Bears in the regular season. So everybody won that, that matchup in the Super Bowl. But our game plan was definitely just run the ball. I know, we, like you say, we had over 200 yards rushing. Uh, Craig James had a great game and, uh, I caught a short touchdown. Like you said, uh, Tony threw maybe, I'm, I'm, I know I, I caught a short one. Uh, Derek Ramsey caught a short one. I think most of you two will. Caught, caught his throat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. it was, it was, it was totally run. Keep Dan Marino off the field and, and control the, the, control the ball. And that, that's exactly what we did. Kind of blew him out. Bob, questions for Tony? Yeah, Tony, just like I did with Chris Miller, I always like to bring up, and I know you enjoy this too, uh, some of your old teammates and, and just get your memories from these guys. And, you know, looking back through those 80 teams, uh, I found a guy today and, and, you know, he's got the great name. And you remember him well, Tony, Stephen Starring. And this was a guy that played uh, five years for New England. You know, didn't put up big, big numbers, Tony. But if you look at back at his stats, every time he caught the ball, I mean, he was averaging 16, 17 yards a catch. Um, you know, basically his NFL career was done by the time he uh, left New England at the age of 27. But for five years, I mean, he gave the Patriots some good games, some good yardage, and... uh what a name, right? Yeah, what a, what a great name he was. And Steph was actually a quarterback in, in, in college, and um, 
And when he came to us, man, it, it, he was he was a spark. I mean, I remember I remember watching him, and uh, I think it was his rookie year uh, playing against the Pittsburgh, playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, oh, uh, he, he caught a ball like a seventy-five yard pass from Steve Grogan, uh, and we knew uh, that. That 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 day that this kid was gonna be special. He returned kicks. He's just a just a, a a great athlete. I mean, like I said, he was a quarterback uh, in in college. I mean, just came uh, came uh, you know, he, and he had Stanley Morgan there with him as well, uh, yeah. uh, and so helping him out. So it, it was it was a great combination. Great great guy, uh, a, a great competitor as well. Tony, the current state of the Patriots, especially. Uh your guys, the running backs, you know, uh, when you got a guy like Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, uh, it seems to me, Tony, that you should probably want to go to battle with these guys the next few years. They're young. They seem to be very good. Um, you know, they got the young quarterback. Belichick seems reluctant to bring in any superstars. You know, what do you see with the running back <laughs> position for New England? And, uh, you know, do you think Mac Jones can do fine if he's surrounded by a little bit better offensive players? Absolutely. I mean, I think the kid, I mean, you know, without, you know, hands down, he, he was, I, I think one of the best additions to our team, uh, rookie of the year. Um, the kid is, is very poised and, 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 and you know, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I mean, if he's surrounded by the right people, I mean, you know, it's just, I, I, it's guys the limit for the guy. And I, I'm just hoping. I don't know what's going on with uh, Belichick in this in this uh, drafting, but we need some superstars. Yeah. <laughs> at receiver. Uh, we 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 got our running attack. I mean, I, I just don't know why we can't can't draft a a, a superstar or, or get a superstar receiver uh, in, in our in our situation uh, to help this kid get, help this kid out. Uh, I, you know, Belichick is uh, known for uh, getting that getting those. You know those everyday guys, and everybody's doing their job, but but no superstars. And this in this day and age, man, uh, with this, this this so competitive, you you gotta have one of those one of your receivers, one of those go to guys that you know that's gonna uh, uh, you know take a double team man, and help these other guys out. And we we just don't have that yet. And but I feel if we can get that, then you know Matt Jones is. is it could be really, really special. I know, you know, we, I watched the game when they played against Buffalo. Um, just, you know, Buffalo just ran over them defensively wise. We were, we were, we were not, we couldn't even match up with, with Buffalo. And that's something that we're going to have to do. And, you know, I, I've always said, and, you know, it's always like this defense wins championships. Even if yes. you need two plays out, out of your defense. Defense is going to win you a championship, and you got to have that good defense, and, and that's something that we we kind of lack. And I'm pretty sure Belichick is going to get that straight. But like you said, uh, Bob, we we need to get that go-to receiver to help Matt Jones uh, uh, out next year. All right, fellas, let's get into uh, to our picks for the uh, championship games. First one is going to be the AFC championship game, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's the Bengals. At the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are a seven and a half point home favorite. Tony, the Bengals beat the Chiefs thirty four thirty one in Cincinnati back in Week Seventeen. Can they do it again in Kansas City? You know, I gotta say this before, because for all my Buffalo Bill fans, you guys should be pay, playing this week. 
And and like yep. I said again, defense defense wins championships, and it, you guys they lost that game in those last thirteen seconds of the game. But you know, you you look at this week and you look at Cincinnati and. Man, they got a explosive team. They got a great quarterback. They got some great receivers. But I watched the game last week against Tennessee, and I don't know how many times uh, he got sacked. Man, he got sacked a lot of times. I think it was nine or ten times. Nine. kids getting sacked. Yeah, and, and you just can't. Uh, you, you don't win a lot of games getting sacked nine times. They pulled it off uh, uh, last week against Tennessee. I just can't see them going into KC and, and winning. I think it's going to be another great game to watch. Maybe not as great as the Buffalo game, but it, it, it's going to be kind of special in the end. But uh, I, I just see um, uh, KC's defense getting to the quarterback a little bit, a little bit uh, better than than what Cincinnati's going to do. And you know, just Kansas City, uh, man, they just got too many weapons right now. So I got to go with Kansas City. Uh, and we'll say 31 to 24. Okay. Bob, what do you think? I'm totally with Tony in this one. You know, I mean, watching both of those games, uh, the Bengals, they do have those weapons. It just seems they go to sleep sometimes. Uh, you know, they got to re- be reminded that they only did score 19 points in that game. But uh, the Chiefs, um, you know, the Chiefs kind of slip walk through the first half and they end up scoring 42 points. Those guys, too many weapons. Um, you know, Mahomes, I think they're on a roll now, Chris, and I think they're without Tampa Bay around anymore. I think they're, they're just focused. And, you know, that was my pick for the Super Bowl, and I'm not going to go against them at this point for sure. So I'm with Tony, high scoring game. How about 35 21? Well, guys, like I said last week, Cincinnati's offense is averaging 26 points a game, and the Titans had failed to score more than 20 in five of their last seven, now six of the last eight, and if they weren't going to score 20 points, they weren't going to win, and they didn't. This game should be close, just like uh, you know you had said a moment ago, Tony and, and Bob, I think it's going to be a high-scoring one. The Bengals averaged 27 points a game. Chiefs put up 28.2 during the regular season, and like I mentioned last week, and people were saying the Chiefs defense played better in the second half, but you know what? I, I didn't see better defense out of the Chiefs in the second half of the season. Chiefs gave up 28 to the Chargers, 34 to the Bengals, 28 to the Broncos, and 36 last week to the Bills. So I think that's a problem. They got to be able to fix, you know, fix that. The downside for, you know, Bengals fans is they were 26 against the pass this season. And Derek Carr threw for 310 against them in the wild card game. So look, I mean, I think this is going to be a barn burner just like the others that we saw last week. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think, you know, look, if Pat Mahomes only needs 13 seconds to score on you, and you're going to let, you know, he gets the ball last, he's going to beat you. That's just how it is. And I think this is a close one. The Chiefs get the last possession, and they win 31-28. to 28. The late game is the NFC Championship game, fellas. San Francisco going to L.A. The Rams are a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. Can the 49ers make it seven in a row over the Rams and get to the Super Bowl? Man, that would be a feat. I, I tell you, they, they have a great run in attack. Uh, I love their defense. Uh, special teams are all, they're all set there. Uh, it's just one thing I, I, I worry about 49ers and that's Garoppolo. Um, the Rams defense, um, I watched the Rams defense last week against Brady and they, they, they got to Brady early in the game and kind of, you know, got that lead against, uh, uh, against Tom and, and, you know, had them, you know, Tom fought back, but them getting to Brady 
and, and them getting to Garoppolo is going to be two different things because when they get to Garoppolo, he's going to throw interceptions. And I just, I just don't think he, he can take that pressure, uh, or, uh, those guys coming off the end. I mean, I just, I just can't see, uh, them pulling this out. Um, I, I, I think it will be kind of close because, because of the 49ers, because of their defense and, and they do have a good rushing attack. But, uh, I just see Rappolo throwing a couple of interceptions and they went in the game and we'll, we'll go, we'll go 27 to 21. Uh, the Rams. Okay. Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I cannot go against Tony. I, I have to go with the Rams also. What he said about Garoppolo, Chris, I had mentioned earlier in the show. I mean, you know, him throwing for 130 yards. I mean, they've been doing it with mirrors up to now. I mean, the Rams got the best offensive player and the best defensive player in the league. And, uh, I think they just go out there and automatically, uh, score another 30 points. And I just don't see the 49ers being able to match that this week. So how about 30 to 20, Rams? T.J. Watt wants to have a word, Bob, after the show about best defensive player okay. in the league. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Guys, I keep thinking, the Rams have to be due against the 49ers, don't they? I saw an article that Jason Owens wrote for Yahoo Sports about if it's hard to beat a team three times in a season. And playing the same team three times has happened 22 times in the course of the NFL history. And 14 of those times, the team went on to make the sweep. So 64% of the time, that sweep happens. When you look at the two games this season between the Rams and the 49ers, the 49ers won 13-10 at home in Week 10 and 27-24 in overtime in L.A. Go back to last season. They won 23-20 in L.A. 2019, 20-7 in L.A. So what that tells you, it's going to be a close game. But guys, you've heard me say forever, defense wins championships. Tony, you've been saying it all night. And for the last couple of months, I've been saying the Rams' defense is way overrated. They gave up 24 in the second half against the Bucks. They should have lost that game. Again, like Bob and I talked about at the top of the show, if they could have covered Cooper Cup in the last 30 seconds, oh, by the way, the best wide receiver in the game, they probably win the game. Because the Bucks win the toss in overtime, they probably go down and score a touchdown. Jalen Ramsey showed who he is by getting burned badly by Mike Evans for a 55-yard touchdown. He doesn't have the speed to cover top guys on go routes like that. Nick Bosa has one and a half sacks in games against the Rams this year. Aaron Donald, none. Matthew Stafford, three touchdowns to four picks in those games. Jimmy G, three touchdowns to two picks, so a slight edge to him there. Based on all of that, the arrows are all pointing in the 49ers' favor, in my opinion. So you know what? I'm picking them. I'll take the 49ers to win 27-24. Tony, remind our listeners again what you're doing to try to help kids in school. Now, so this this year we're, 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 we're seeing a little uh, leeway with the pandemic, and we're going to be trying to get into these schools. I, I was uh, actually today I was going around the schools in my area down here in North Carolina, setting up different things, uh, getting the books into schools, and hopefully uh, being able to uh, – get into the schools and actually uh talk to these kids and speak to these kids and uh you know we we uh we're having a big problem man uh I, I don't know how big the problem is uh down here in North Carolina. Uh I, I know it's 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 not as bad as New York and so we're we're gonna start down here first and then work our way up. So uh that's our that's our goal, helping helping these kids out, uh getting through this pandemic and uh uh just Trying to save some lives, man. There you go. Good, good out of you, Tony. 
Stay safe, my friend. All the best to you and the family. We'll catch up with you again next week. Enjoy the games, Tony. God bless, man. See you guys next week. Thank you. See you, Tony. That's former Patriots Pro Bowl running back Tony Collins. We've got our next guest, Trey Essex, hanging on the line. We're going to get to Trey right on the other side of this real quick station break. 